Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and the lifting up of my hands being evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own heart. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, o Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 104 on page 467. Praise the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art become exceeding glorious. Thou art clothed with majesty and honor. Thou deckest thyself with light as it were a garment, and spreadeth out the heavens like a curtain. Who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters? and maketh the clouds his chariot, and walketh upon the wings of the wind. He maketh his angels' winds, and his ministers a flaming fire. He laid the foundations of the earth, that it never should move at any time. Thou coverest it with the deep, like as with a garment, the waters stand above the hills. At thy rebuke they flee, at the voice of thy thunder they haste away. They go up as high as the hills, and down to the valleys beneath even unto the place where thou hast appointed for them. Thou hast set them their bounds, which they shall not pass, neither turn again to cover the earth. He sendeth the springs into the rivers, which runneth among the hills. All beasts of the field drink thereof, and the wild asses quench their thirst. Besides them shall the fowl of the air have their habitation, and sing among the branches. He watereth the hills from above, the earth is filled with the fruit of thy works. He bringeth forth grass for the cattle, and green herb for the service of men. That he may bring food out of the earth, and wine that maketh glad the heart of man, and oil to make him a cheerful countenance, and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord are also full of sap, even the cedars of Lebanon which he hath planted. Wherein the birds make their nests, and the fir trees are dwelling for the stork. 
Thy hills are refuge for the wild goats, and so are the stony rocks for the conies. He appointed the moon for certain seasons, and the sun knoweth his going down. Thou makest darkness that it may be night, wherein all the beasts of the forest do move. The lions roaring after their prey do seek their meat from God. The sun ariseth, and they get them away together, and lay them down in their dens. Man goeth forth to his work and to his labor, until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are thy works! In wisdom hast thou made them all, the earth is full of thy riches. So is the great and wide sea also, wherein are things creeping and innumerable, both small and great beasts. There go the ships, and there is the Leviathan, whom thou hast made to take his pastime therein. These wait all upon thee, that thou mayest give them meat in due season. When thou givest it them, they gather it, and when thou openest thy hand, they are filled with good. When thou hidest thy face, they are troubled. When thou takest away their breath, they die and are turned again to their dust. When thou lettest thy branch go forth, they shall be made, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. The glorious majesty of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. The earth shall tremble at the look of him. If he do but touch the hills, they shall smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. And so shall my words please him. My joy shall be in the Lord. As for sinners, they shall be consumed out of the earth, and the ungodly shall come to an end. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 24th verse of the 38th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. The wisdom of a learned man cometh by opportunity of leisure, and he that hath little business shall become wise. How can he get wisdom that holdeth the plough, and that glorieth in the goad, that driveth oxen, and is occupied in their labors, and whose talk is of bullocks? He giveth his mind to make furrows, and is diligent to give the kine fodder. So every carpenter and workmaster that laboreth night and day, and they that cut and grave seals, and are diligent to make great variety, and give themselves to counterfeit imagery a watch to finish a work. The smith also, sitting by the anvil, and considering the ironwork, the vapor of the fire wasteth his flesh, and he fighteth with the heat of the furnace. The noise of the hammer and of the anvil is ever in his ears, and his eyes look still upon the pattern of the thing that he maketh. He setteth his mind to finish his work, and watcheth to polish it perfectly. So doth the potter sitting at his work, and turning the wheel about with his feet, who is always carefully set at his work, and maketh all his work by number. He fashioneth the clay with his arm, and boweth down his strength before his feet. He applieth himself to lead it over, and he is diligent to make clean the furnace. All these trust to their hands, 
and everyone is wise in his work. Without these cannot a city be inhabited, and they shall not dwell where they will, nor go up and down. They shall not be sought for in public council, nor sit high in the congregation. They shall not sit on the judge's seat, nor understand the sentence of judgment. They cannot declare justice and judgment, and they shall not be found where parables are spoken. But they will maintain in the state of the world, and all their desire is in the work of their craft. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. And when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. Then a certain scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their own dead. Now when he got into a boat, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. But he said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? When he had come to the other side, to the country of the Gerasenes, there met him two demon-possessed men, 
coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no one could pass that way. And suddenly they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a good way off from them there was a herd of many swine feeding. So the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. So when they had come out, they went into the herd of swine, and suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently down the steep place into the sea and perished in the water. Then those who kept them fled, and they went away into the city and told everything, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to depart from their region. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church. And because it cannot continue in safety without thy succor, preserve it evermore by the help and goodness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. Our lessons from Ecclesiasticus tonight 
it's important to keep in mind that when the the author of this is talking that he's talking at a time when these trades that he's talking about these these things that people do for a living that are important for maintaining cities and and he's talking about them as good and necessary things but how that, that they are unable to achieve wisdom because they're doing these things and we have to remember that at this time most of these the vast majority of these people engaged in these trades would have been illiterate they would not have been learning and reading and studying would not have been not just necessary or not necessary for their 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 livelihoods it would have actually been detrimental in a sense that they didn't have just didn't have time to engage in these things and so this world in which he's he's talking is not one that we are are part of we know that people who engage in trades can be just as wise as and perhaps usually more so than someone who you know spends all their time at a university and comes out with their head turned around on all kinds of weird theories and these type of things but the important thing to keep in mind is that the quest for wisdom and for knowledge is something that does take what he calls leisure it does take a stepping away from things it does take a a an effort to slow oneself down and to engage in the study of wisdom this this pursuit of wisdom is one that's not can't be done anxiously it can't be forced before its time it has to be done slowly and steadily and as we as christians have come to understand it's something that has to take place through prayer through that calm collected peace that god gives that all wisdom comes about through prayer and studying things and and learning new things if it's not engaged prayerfully it's just information it's just data and we can't really accurately discern what is truth and what is fiction what is corruption of truth and what is really the real thing that is god breathed and that we do through prayer and so this comes out in our 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 psalm for tonight where we see this this contemplation of creation and all the things of this world how when that is entered into prayerfully one can begin to discern the hand of god behind everything as the psalmist does he can see how all the things the glorious things of creation point towards god and his glory and that can be done through reflection and prayer and then finally in our our new testament lesson we have a bunch of stuff to unpack and you know we can talk about that all of this seems to hinge on discipleship it begins with the healing of of peter's mother-in-law and she is healed by jesus and what does she do she then serves them she then 
has been restored to health and then gives of herself and serves others. We have the, the, the scribe who says, you know, I will follow you wherever you go. And then Jesus gives us this rather perplexing thing that, you know, saying he has no home. And it seems to hinge on the scribe is, is wants to wants to go where Jesus is going. He thinks he has a goal at the end. He wants, as a scribe, he wants to have accomplishments. And this is the danger of, of wisdom that isn't rooted in prayer, that following Jesus means following Jesus, to be with him wherever he goes, wherever he leads you. Being with Jesus is being present in the present moment and not thinking about things ahead and what's going to happen. It means to be with Jesus in this moment right here and right now, wherever he is and wherever he leads you. And likewise, you know, the, 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 the disciples out on the water worrying about things, the fact of the matter is they're with Jesus right at that moment. They're with him. And yet they're worried about what's going to happen to them with all these waves and not trusting in Jesus in the present moment. And then finally, just one final point about the, the demon possessed that he, Jesus sends into the swine. It's always interesting that the demon possessed seem to recognize who Jesus is. And that is one of the, the realities of evil powers is that they recognize the power greater than themselves. And so the, the name of Jesus has great power for us in keeping us safe and always remembering Jesus and always keeping him in our hearts and always talking to him when we are feeling put upon by, by the darkness, whether it comes from outside us or inside our own hearts. It's always to always call on his name and always keep his names on our tongues and on our hearts. So just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Hope you have a great Monday night and great start to your week. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you. Have a wonderful Thank week. You.
Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.